Hey there, welcome to Peach's Podcast. My name is Ever and my pronouns are he, him. My name is Rivers and my pronouns are he, him. My name is Tawny and my pronouns are she, her. And we have an extra special guest this week. Um, But before I introduce her, I thought I would tell a little bit of a story about how we met. So this guest was new to the high school that I went to um, in our junior year of high school. And after I introduce her, she can correct me on any of this, uh, which was also the year that the band and choir took a trip to Disney, you know, like the, the classic Disney trip, right? Like <laughs> you go down and you perform at downtown Disney and you get to do a little behind the scenes thing. It's really fun. And so we were doing that. And I was originally put in just like a random room at the hotel because I don't think I turned in the slip where I could ask to be with specific people or I just didn't really care. But that room was maybe the worst. Like maybe people were sort of talking about, wow, I literally can't say any of that on this podcast. (laughs) Just talking about things that, teenagers talk about use your imagination sex drugs and rock and roll pretty much anything yeah mostly the first and some of the second but yeah (laughs) so anyway uh sex drugs and christian rock and yeah and and choral music yeah and (laughs) so we were you know just vibing in that room and so i asked one of the chaperones like hey is there a room that maybe is like looking for a third person? Cause I'm having like a bad time. Like it's going pretty bad for moi. <laughs> and yeah, I got to switch bedrooms and I was put in a room with some people that I knew. And then Ray, our guest, and she was new and I'd, you know, like we were in choir together and I'd talk to her, but not like super in depth, you know, like it's a class where there's not really exactly a ton of time to like talk because you're always singing and yeah and I thought she was a sweet girl but I didn't know her super well and we shared a bed and I was like okay cool 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 this girl is super tiny so like good for me I like to sprawl out (laughs) like this is fine but what she didn't tell me is that sometimes she kind of sleeps with her eyes open but not like open and looking straight forward but open and like rolled back in her head so you know like a dead person right like a dead person right so like a dead dead corpse and so i wake up and there's this freaking girl next to me and like i'm 17 i don't think is she breathing check her pulse i'm just like staring at her Mm. i'm just like she's dead I'm going to have to tell her parents that she died in bed with me, nonetheless. Like, like she, you know, because I there's moved no, rooms for this. There's no adult that would say your daughter died on this choir tour. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to tell her parents. Like, this is so tragic. I've ruined the entire choir trip because this girl is dead. And I'm like four <laughs> inches from her face. Right. And she wakes up and like flies across the bed because she's terrified because I'm like there's a staring at her. Staring at her. And yeah. I don't know. We just really hit mm-hmm. it off after that. Fast yeah. Well, it also helped that we were like the only two teenagers on that entire trip who were like, okay, I'm not trying to get to third base. And I don't even know what the bases are. Let me be clear. <laughs> I'm not trying to have a meaningless fight. I'm not trying to, you know, like, like, we were pretty much the only people who were just trying to like go on rides and enjoy Disney world, you know, like I, I want to take a picture in front of the <laughs> castle without screaming at each other. So like it just worked out and now we've been really good friends ever since. Welcome to the podcast, Ray. Hello. Thank you for um, Well, I thought we would open with like our classic podcast questions So, Ray, where is your hometown, and then where is your backyard? So, I, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) my dinner just went down the wrong pipe for a second. Um, 
So I have moved around a lot all over Northern Illinois uh, because of my mother's job. So I have quite a few hometowns, um, but at the moment I would say my hometown is probably just like the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. Um, Cause that's kind of the area where I am located currently. And I've only been here for a short while, but it is a very nice area and it currently feels like home and my backyard. So there's a few places. Uh, one place is definitely Chicago because I go to school there and I have a lot of friends. I go there like a lot. And then I would say another one of my backyard places is probably Lake Geneva. In of Wisconsin. course. Because mm -hmm. I went to so many summer camps there when I was a kid. And I've been to a few like campus ministry retreats there. And that place just always makes me feel so happy. And the lake there is absolutely gorgeous. And I, I just like love the drive up there and like driving through that little town that the lake is in and just like going and like finding a spot on the lake. Like, I just love it. That's so cool. Yeah. I love Lake Michigan. It uh, Lake Michigan, Lake Geneva. Well, I love Lake Michigan too. I love Lake Geneva. It's just such a beautiful bookend to Chicago land. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I love the North suburbs. I man gun to my head. I could not tell you which like or river or pond is which yeah <laughs> well one of them you can see across when you're looking at it and that's lake geneva and a really big one is lake michigan i think you just got to go by context clues yeah context clues i think i just gotta go by we get there and then somebody tells me what it is and i remember it for the next uh two minutes and then immediately forget again yeah. good 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 um well yeah i that's pretty much the ideal backyards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we wanted to talk a little bit, uh, like obviously you've seen the title of this episode. We wanted to talk a little bit about Midwestern food uh, because yeah, like Ray's mom just makes really good food. <laughs> and like, I feel like she in some ways just has like the best grip on a lot of like Illinois folklore and food stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like, a lot of my friends are, like, Illinois slash Wisconsin families, but her family is just, like, such an Illinois family that I feel like when I go over there, there's just always, like, pizza happening. I don't know. You you understand. <laughs> and so she's vegetarian, um, but not, like, tofu vegetarian, more, like, cheese, cheese. vegetarian, which <laughs> I think also makes the Midwest, like, an optimal place for her to exist, right? And so... Ray, and then we can all say it. What is the most Midwestern meal you've ever had? Oh my God. Oh man. I mean, okay. Like I grew up on a lot of grilled cheese. Yes. And mac and cheese. Uh -huh. Um, okay. I would say pretty much any meal that I've had at my grandmother's house, because my grandmother has never lived outside of the one County she has lived in her entire life. Yes. And so like, she loves very typical Midwestern grandmother foods. Uh huh. So, like, whenever I go over to her house and I've had a meal, it's always just like a grilled cheese uh -huh. and like a little bowl of fruit. Uh huh. Um, and she loves making jello with fruit like floating in it, which I think is pretty Midwestern. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If I think oh, my grandmother, sometimes I think my grandma is the only person left alive that still makes jello with fruit <laughs> free floating in it. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, all my, my aunt and my cousins love a weird fruit jello. Usually pears. Yeah. Pears? Yeah, usually pears. I like oh, yeah. raspberry jello with mandarin oranges. But other, oh. but anything beyond that, anything with like, they put like carrot and lime jello. Yeah, that's not for me. That, okay. Yeah, yeah my, okay. There was this one year, I'm just going to go off on this quick tangent. I promise it's quick. But there was this one year when my grandmother, my grandmother always made like fruit jello. And that was like one of her dishes that she always brings to like, Christmas or Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. so yeah. 
she one year when I was little brought yellow jello she called it and, and she has like the most midwestern accent so she goes yellow jello yeah yeah <laughs> and I don't even remember what it tasted like but I just remember my cousin was the only one that liked it and so he kept making it for like a few years after Whoa. that for hip, like she would make a different kind of jello for everyone else, but then she would bring a smaller thing of yellow jello just for my cousin. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that is challenging. That's a pretty Midwestern meal. I actually think so. Somebody asked me what the most Midwestern breakfast I've ever had was the other day, and I said easy Swedish pancakes with lingonberries, sausage, and cheesy potato casserole, but. I think actually the most Midwestern meal I've ever eaten uh, is at Christ Kindlemart with you having latkes and a verst and like, yeah, German food basically, I think is the most Midwestern <laughs> meal I've ever eaten. So yeah, I don't know. For me, Christ Kindlemart, pretty high, which if you don't know is the German Christmas market. They have one in Milwaukee, but the really, really big one is on Daily Plaza in Chicago. And that is just like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, like when you're drinking hot cocoa out of a boot, it's not going to get any better for you, basically. <laughs> uh, but what about you, Rivers? I was having a hard time thinking of this. I think probably the most Midwestern meal I had was the series of meals that we had when you officiated that wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, like anything that that family made was the most Midwestern thing. Like yeah. there was that, there was that, um, breakfast casserole that we had, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to eat around the sausages and the then, sausages that we had, the corn that I shucked right before the wedding, the, the, the shawarma at the wedding. Oh, that Greek food is amazing. That Greek food is great. Uh, what was that called? Shout out to the Grease E Spoon. Oh, the Grease E Spoon. What a good name. <laughs> Sheboygan, Wisconsin, which was several hours south of where the wedding was that we that I officiated. Yeah, they drove a long time to get there and there was like a rainstorm. Yeah, and there they was got a flash caught. flood. Anyway. Oh, that was so beautiful. We drove the day before we drove to Lake Michigan and, you know, swam and then Next day, we banged out the wedding in the garage. Oh, the sandwiches were great. Banged out the wedding in the garage. And then the day after that, we we went on the honeymoon, uh, which was mini golf. Yeah. And at the honeymoon, after the mini golf, we had that Mexican food. Which brings... Every meal we had was the most Midwestern thing I can imagine. Which brings me to an important, uh, I would say, philosophy that Ray and I hold, which is every... Mexican restaurant in Northern Illinois. I know that story is about Wisconsin. Every Mexican restaurant in Northern Illinois is perfect. Yep. Do you just ever want the wettest quesadilla that you will ever eat? Come on down to anywhere within 50 miles of my house and it will flip your mind inside out. But anyway, yeah, Tawny, what's the most what's the most Midwestern meal you've ever had? I know your mother's food is very Midwestern. Well, I mean, my mom just likes to make a meat and potato meal, and that's pretty, you know, standard. I, I was thinking of three very distinct concepts that are very Midwestern that I have partaken in many yes. a time. Yes. Um, what? Okay, so like, I guess the most quintessentially like, oh wow, Midwestern food I ever had was this like tater tot corn chicken casserole mushroom soup thing don't do that <laughs> to the middle uh, so i did eat that at someone's oh. house how so, did that how did that go for you you know there's just too many <laughs> yellow flavors in that yeah. what i'm hearing is yellow is not that ain't it chief the casserole can be so bad yeah, uh, but also, and I don't know, we might get to this at another episode, but like, I mean, you can't go wrong with a classic Wisconsin salad bar. Yeah. Like, just like any classic. supper club I've ever been to, shout out to Donnie's Girl uh, in Pipersville. Because, Benedetti's. Yeah, Benedetti's. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yes, I mean, the giant treasure chest, I think it was called, was the one drink. Uh-huh. So good. And, um, but yeah, so either a supper club, you know, with, with the liver pate and everything like, 
you just you, you can have the whole meal at the at the salad bar. Otherwise, I did have a fish fry here in Milwaukee that was like just quintessentially rye bread, perfect perfect fish, the whole nine yards. Um, hey, wait, Ray, you raised your hand. Yes, I just wanted to uh, share another very Midwestern time that I have had or times. So when I was going to camp at Lake Geneva, when I was small and it was kind of run by this one guy, I can't even remember his name, but we called him like Big John or Big Jeff or something. Yeah, Big Jeff. (laughs) Which you always like call a big old guy that runs a summer camp for Wisconsin kids. Yeah. Um, But he... (laughs) At the end of the week for every camp, he would go out on his pontoon boat on the lake and catch a fish for the Friday night fish fry that we would have for our last meal. And I think that that is the most Wisconsin thing I have ever witnessed. Yeah. Watching watching this old man go out on his pontoon and then skin the fish in front of children. Yeah. (laughs) Or have you ever, you haven't, Ray, because you um you know are a vegetarian but whenever i go further out west into the midwest i always see gas stations that sell their own beef jerky like some local mm. or or venison or bison jerky uh who makes their own jerky and one time when i was a pretty young kid my parents were like okay you've asked a thousand times to try this like we'll just stop in nebraska and let you just go hog wild and the gas station guy let me try like every kind of jerky and all of the flavors like they didn't even have teriyaki or any of the flavors that you like imagine it was all just like like beef and cheddar flavored beef jerky yeah i know it was gross but that's pretty (laughs) midwestern food oh (laughs) is is making your own jerky and then selling it at the gas station yeah, the um, the ex-boyfriend of mine that I told the story about on the podcast recently, um, he loves to make his own jerky. For real? Yeah, he makes his own jerky. Yeah. It's, that... o- it's okay. I mean, I'm sure he's improved since I last ate it like seven years ago. <laughs> that don't surprise me much. <laughs> um, and then I would say maybe the, the final one to segue us into some foods to rate would be the apple cider donuts from Edward's Apple Orchard. Um, listen, the Midwest has a lot of good apple orchards, but Edward's is the premier when it comes to donuts. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Uh, and their mac and cheese. We, we might be a little biased. When you eat their mac and cheese with a piece of apple pie with cheese on it, that is just like a, a, another world has opened up to you. Our next little segment is we will be rating some Midwestern foods and then rating or discussing them uh, dipped in ranch. <laughs> uh, if this were not during COVID time, I would absolutely have gotten us these foods and we would all be sitting around and eating them. But instead we're eating Culver's and drinking iced coffee. So just like deal it's with it. It's also snowing really hard. Yeah. Like right it's now. not like we could go just get a, a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tawny, do you want to read the foods? Like, you can read a food and we'll have Ray respond. All right. Opinion on cheese curds. Oh, freaking 10 out of 10, man. Listen, I've got cheese curds from Culver's right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing compares to these lovely pieces of heaven. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, which, um, where is your favorite cheese curd? Okay. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously eating Culver's cheese curds right now. So they're in like my top three. Mm. Um, but the cheese curds from Prairie Street Brewery Company mm-hmm. are also like just, they just hit so different. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I obviously am nowhere near a Prairie Street Brewery Company anymore, which is a tragedy, but I have a Culver's and that is just fine for me. Yeah, I would say that the cheese curds at um, at the Milwaukee Public Market at the cheese stand are oh. like incredible. Oh, yes. 
And Bushel and Pax used to have really good beer battered cheese curds around why this time, but I think they stopped doing that. Why did they get rid of those? I don't like, know. Why, they it had to be their top seller, right? Why like, did they not realize that they hello. probably lost like 50% of their clientele by doing right. that? They also used to have like an amazing mac and cheese, but then they just put it on their like uh, catering orders and you can only get it for that. And it's like, no, you are keeping this away from the people who need it. You're doing a disservice. I feel like, I feel like probably one of the best cheese curds I've ever had was um, actually, because cheese curds seem like one of those things that you would try to make by yourself at home and think like, oh, these will turn out good. And then they turn out like garbage. No, they turned out really well. Yeah. Uh, home, the homemade cheese curds that I made were amazing. Just got to beer batter them and fry them up while your mom pesters you. And so then, <laughs> and Ray, you're the, you're the scholar here. But so 10 out of 10 for cheese curds. Where yeah. do you rank them dipped in ranch? <sighs> to me, it depends on where you get them from. Like Culver's cheese curds, I am not about to dip in ranch. Like to mm. me- they are just fine on their own. I feel like it's a personal preference. So like, where was I recently that I got there? I can't remember where I got cheese curds from recently that I dipped in ranch and they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But it depends on where you get them from because yeah. it can be really, really good. I think that if the seasoning, like if they're just straight up beer battered great in ranch but if they have like culver's has a little bit of seasoning it's almost like they're in breadcrumbs and those i don't necessarily think needs ranch although not to be like life hack but (laughs) rivers taught me the real the real mvp is to you know the cheese sauce that you can get there for like the fries or the pretzel bites oh yeah you can dip the cheese curds in that cheese sauce and it will really revolutionize the way you're living. <laughs> yeah, you would think cheese curds in cheese sauce, maybe too much cheese. No, perfect amount of cheese, it yeah. turns out. Okay, so the next one, um, sausages. I'll handle this one. Depends on the sausage. The sausage, so I'm a Cubs fan, but like socks have the better food, like way better. Um, the sausage is there like an Italian sausage sort of sandwich, a thousand out of 10 and doesn't need to be dipped in ranch, but I'm sure you could. What? Some sausages that the Midwest has going, you know, I've been to a brat fest and thought, wow, why? You know? So I would say I rank them like a really good Polish on like a good bun with like, yeah, I would say that's a thousand out of 10. I would say probably some lesser sausages um, would be more in like the six or seven out of 10 category. I myself am a lesser sausage. You're not a lesser sausage. But I think, you know, like if you want to be a freak like that and dip it in ranch, like uh, uh, do it. Like, just why not at that point? Tawny, I know you have summer sausage opinions. Oh yeah, garlic summer sausage, that's it. That's all. Any, any, it doesn't have to be summer. Definitely does not have to be summer. I like a charcuterie board with uh, Kojak cheese, mm-hmm. crackers, and summer sausage any day of the week. Year, year round. I don't think I would dip them in ranch, though. I think that would be a little much. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Just on me. Okay, I know Ray will have a lot to say about this one. Mom's cheesy potatoes or anyone's cheesy potatoes. Okay, let me clarify. The cheesy potatoes that everyone loves is my grandmother's recipe. Um, <laughs> set the record straight. To set the record straight, it is my grandmother's recipe. But uh, okay, yeah, they are heavenly. So I don't know how my grandmother got this recipe or whatever, but like- Who she killed for it. Yeah, I have no idea how my grandmother got her hands on this recipe, but I kid you not, when I first brought these cheesy potatoes to Evers for like a party or something, Mm -hmm. he lost his mind. (laughs) They're incredible. He, He literally looked at me after he ate two servings and was like, you better bring this every single time we have something. I want them at my wedding and probably my funeral. Actually, I just want them every day of my <laughs> life. They're just so good. Um, they are amazing. Also, 
another place is cheesy potatoes that are surprisingly really good is the um swedish pancake place when you go to do the yes um, those cheesy potatoes i could sit and eat like two whole plates of those yeah i'm not the biggest buffet person i really like a buffet at a wedding because i think it helps cut down on like wasted food basically but in general i'm not like a big buffet guy but Stockholm Inn, it's either Stockholm Inn or the Swedish Pancake House in Rockford, has a really good breakfast buffet where, like, you can just get so... The, the amount of cheesy potato there is unlimited. Um, And then, yeah, Dipton Ranch, I would say, never tried it, but couldn't hurt, right? Mm. I, I mean, we never know. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. It might change my life. I don't know. I don't know about the cheesy potatoes and ranch. I feel like that could really like maybe a bridge too far. Mm, how so? Really, I feel like it's a logical next step. Yeah, personally, because if you think about it, ranch is sort of like it's sort of cheesy in a way. Maybe that's controversial, but I feel like I associate it with a sort of cheesy, tangy. I mean, it is a dairy product. (laughs) Yeah. So too controversial for me. I'm going to have to, (laughs) I think I might have to be the one who's a conservative on ranch. Well, no one has to be. Well, that's a choice you made. Yeah. I think I'm going to be the straight man this episode. (laughs) Hit us with our next next food. All right. You know it. Maybe you love it. Deep dish pizza. Okay. I have to like be in the mood for deep dish because it is a lot. It is a lot. So like, deep dish you have to get it from specific places like I know that like when people automatically think of like Chicago deep dish they automatically think like Gino's or Giordano's mm-hmm. I got food poisoning from Giordano's once so never, never again for me where, well where is your deep dish um, I can't remember. what's the name of that place that's like uh Lumanati's, yes, that's it. That place, I don't know what is in that sauce, but oh my good God, I could sit there and I could eat ever. Do you remember that one New Year's when we just sat in that hotel room and we just got silly with that champagne? Yes. And ate that Lumanati's pizza like there was no tomorrow. Uh-huh. And you, like, you just loved on the CNN, like, Raining in a new year show yes mm. yeah I, I was talking to this about this with some friends like that nothing beats waking up the morning after like new year's and just having a piece of lumo Nati's pizza in the refrigerated yes. but it's still fine in there and you just eat it for breakfast and there's just it's 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 hard to explain it's the best one over food Oh, well, yeah. and, and I know that there's a lot of contention about like, are you a Gino's East family? Are you a Lou Malnati's family? I'm going to stake the claim. We are a Lou Malnati's family. Like I like Gino's East and I like Giordano's. I think they're both good. Giordano's has a really good salad, but sorry, you know, I know they did you really wrong, Ray, but I do think they're <laughs> a good salad. But like Lou Malnati's, Lou Malnati's changes you. That Psst. butter crust makes you a different mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. They do have a good butter crust. And I would say dipped in ranch, probably also pretty good. Oh, I've done that. Super good. <laughs> All right. 100%. Okay. okay. Can I just, I want to say something real quick about just pizza in general dipped in ranch. Yes. Because here's the thing. I feel like it was bigger when we were kids. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I remember, because like I told my mom about this earlier today and she was like, we never had that in our house. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like, I know that that was never like your thing. But I was like, but I feel like it, like, I specifically remember, I don't remember where I was or like what the event was or whatever, but I just remember being a kid and being over at like a friend's house for yeah. something. And like, they were like, oh, try this pizza, like dipped in ranch. It's going to change your life. Oh, it's so good. And like, I hated it. Like I said, yeah. I was like, oh, it's so amazing. But on the inside, I was like dying. Because uh-huh. I feel like, honestly, it was really, really big when we were kids. And I I feel like I don't like, am I the only one that thinks that? Like, was it bigger? When well, we were I think kids? the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brought it into the zeitgeist in the 90s and early 2000s. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Definitely the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a big influence on Yeah. <laughs> 
you're right cultural reset those guys Ah, <laughs> uh, i really i really like ranch but only on certain kinds of pizza like and not mm-hmm. i don't need it on like every slice mm-hmm. like no. i'm gonna have a pizza from dominio's that mm-hmm. is already a greasy nasty guy a lot has happened if, with him yeah if i have like one or two of those boys and i'm still hungry but i don't really want the taste of dominio's anymore mm-hmm. i'll put some ranch on him yeah it's ranch it's, it's ranch o'clock i would say possibly the most interesting pizza i've ever had is my sister she lives in atlanta so don't involve her in this i guess don't like say that this is midwestern she gets a specific frozen pizza from whole foods and then puts um indian food she calls it tandoori pizza she'll put like microwave indian food on top of it and i'm not gonna lie it's it's pretty gross but it's also pretty delicious your sister (laughs) is like the bougiest person i think i've ever (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes i agree she's the bougiest person i've ever met other than the time I saw one of the Atlanta housewives at a gay bar. Oh. But anyway, uh, okay, Tawny, next food on the list. Well, actually, I have a quick story. Okay, really a quick aside. Uh, so this was 2019, maybe, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, but I was studying in the library, and I was going to leave. And these people at the front desk were like, hey we're, we're going to bring Lou Malnati's to Milwaukee. Mm. So we have a bunch of free pizza. And I took like four slices home with me for free uh-huh. of Lou Malnati's pizza in Milwaukee when I hadn't had it in so long. And it was the most beautiful. Fine- That's incredible. We love philanthropy. Listen, that's only something that you hear about or that you like see in like a sitcom. Yeah, I know it did be like that. Or like an episode of like iCarly or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, that's stuff that you only see on like a TV show. So like you were living the dream. Mm-hmm. Sincerely. I've, I've eaten a lot of weird stuff in that library when I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I, I brought an entire Kringle in <gasps> with just a knife and I just cut off pieces and ate it with the knife like at the computer while I did some homework it was beautiful it was great that, I had a great time you cannot show your power level like that yeah Emily. that's absolutely <laughs> yeah level we can't we don't deserve to be in your presence anymore <laughs> yeah like a lesser god yes if you were gonna be the smartest person I ever met you should have told me before we started the podcast <laughs> okay but the next yeah. food is going to be yeah. deli food, specifically them big fat pickles. Oh, um, and mm, I'm even going to uh, go, you love them. 10 out of 10. You love them. Yeah. 11 out of and 10. And I'm even going to go a step further and say, uh, if you've never been to Kappa's Full Belly Deli in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Whoa, if you like taxidermy, that is the place to be. <laughs> you like giant sandwiches with fun names, also the place to be. Also, mm-hmm. if you want to play an Atari while you wait. Mm. right deli food general thoughts i mean obviously a lot of deli food is like meats and stuff like that so i can't speak on that part Uh um but i feel like when people think of chicago food they oftentimes think of like you know delis Mm -hmm. somewhere in the city oh for Um, sure and like i I mean like anyone that you go into is going to be family owned and like or like Okay, here's the thing. They're either family owned and super cute and old and just like, you just want to buy everything from this family so that they can retire, mm-hmm. even though you only have $15 to your name. Yes, <laughs> sure, 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 or, sure, sure. Or they are a very, very bougie del- deli that yeah. also sells uh, gelato. Mm, yeah. And, and that's the only way that they get business is because they can't sell their meats. They just sell gelato. Yeah. There's a really good bougie Italian deli on State Street in Rockford. You know the one I'm talking about, right, Tawny? Yeah. That's <laughs> sorry. That is literally what you were talking about. Where yes. it's like, who they- is going to buy these fancy meats? Like, I just go in here for gelato and think, like, who is spending this much money on crispy bread? Okay, but think <laughs> yeah. about this. Fancy meat and gelato. 
Yeah, rant. Stop. Horrible. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. No, don't involve. Oh, oh. I'm just playing by the rules that you set. That Let is the rivers least, speak his truth. That is the least kosher thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What nasty meat in ranch? I had milk. I didn't say I was eating it. Oh. You know what? I just finished watching season six of RuPaul's Drag Race, like uh-huh. rewatching it. And so now whenever I hear milk, I just always think of like milk. Yeah. Drag queen. Yeah. So uh-huh. I'd say for deli style food, probably like seven out of 10. It depends on what it is. Like I love me a fat pickle, but some of the stuff that Rivers just said is. Oh, a fat pickle and ranch, baby. Dirty. Dirty. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip Italian beef and Chicago style hot dogs because I realize that Ray cannot eat those. So we have two more thoughts on puppy chow. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, okay, first of all, like, I haven't had puppy chow in a very long time. Like, I can't, I feel like I was, like, maybe in high school the last time I had it at, like, a graduation party. I feel like that's when I last had it, which is weird. But it is very much, like, a party finger food. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, for those who don't know what puppy chow is, it's basically, like, like a cereal. What's the, like... It's, like, Chex. It's, It's like, Chex. Chex kind of cereal, and it's, like, covered in, like peanut butter or chocolate, chocolate and like powdered sugar and you just like scoop it up and then you just like eat it and it's pretty good but yeah I haven't had it in a while but okay there's this place in town that it's like a local like ice cream place mm-hmm. and I work for DoorDash and one time I did a delivery and one of the uh or shakes or something like that that was on the order was a puppy chow milkshake. Wow. I wanted, I like, listen, puppy chow on its own is a lot to handle because it's, mm. it's very rich. Yeah. You put that in a milkshake, like, that's just like, like, yeah, I just people can't. Who have, people who can have like Portillo's cake, chocolate cake in a milkshake or puppy chow in a milkshake are like, a different breed Puppy like we are not the same sounds amazing actually. yeah you would eat it i love things things that people are like oh that's way too rich i'm like yum 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 give me thirds yeah i will say one thing about puppy chow this is just a theorem so don't you know feel free to disprove it so obviously on the podcast we're all about being midwest nice but being evil is like how evil you are is in some way correlated to how good the puppy chow is because like (laughs) you cannot beat puppy chow made by the like evil evangelical mother of the meanest girl in your graduating class (laughs) yeah yeah i will say to that theorem Uh um i ate a lot of puppy chow in in college with my college roommate Uh but it was always puppy chow that we you could get from the store oh. made by a corpo and corpo is always evil so i, I feel was, like that feeds yeah i was gonna bring up that muddy buddies right yeah muddy yeah. buddies yeah i remember finding out about that and even though i i've never made puppy chow obviously i experienced it but i remember finding out about that and feeling a little bit betrayed or just right. like dang you can't what? sell my culture it's yeah. really good though <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not as good as real puppy chow. I'm right, but so that's sorry. what I'm that's what I'm saying though, is that it's really good and it's evil. Um uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And dipped in ranch. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> not. Zero out of ten. That definitely sounds like something I would have eaten in high school on a dare. Yuck. Out of someone's belly button. <laughs> out of someone's belly button. Yuck. Yeah. That is so gross. Okay, like I just want to say something real quick about the ranch thing. Uh-huh. Ha! Where did that come from with like the whole trope about Midwesterners love ranch? Like, do we know? I could have came from reality. <laughs> I've never heard the thing about ranch. I definitely know the thing about Midwesterners liking mayo. What? I've never heard that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the I controversy. Not- you, if you're going to say the word mayonnaise, I think you need to bleep it, honestly. <laughs> that is freaking 
grody. I, I was uh -uh. just gonna say, I was just gonna say, I do not f mayonnaise. Oh no, it is the capital one nasty sauce. Literally, well, I, I would eat I anything would. else. I would eat anything else on this earth <laughs> before I would eat even a, a, a touch of mayonnaise. It is so gross. It is nasty. You're wrong and your opinions are bad. <laughs> Just because you and Tawny like a wet sandwich. I love a wet sandwich. I love a wet sandwich. I needed to <laughs> need that. Then get a nice grainy deli mustard. Disgusting. Or milk Too much happening. Mustard is Milk gross. the cheese. Smell the cheese? It's not the same. It'll be beautiful. Not the same. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ray and I are correct. And also you're <laughs> super rude to our guests right now. I'm mostly being rude to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? Anyone listening, give us your opinions. No. I put a very, I put a very hefty spam filter on the email after I oh. asked uh, about the sex doll she shed. So um, guess what? It won't get through there. Give, if you us, put your, give us your Mayo ratings. My Mayo rating, a hundred out of 10. No. <laughs> Okay, Ray. Final topic: <laughs> apple cider donuts. Just leave the past behind. Focus on something pleasant. Uh, so yeah, I actually have like a fun story about apple cider donuts. So speaking of the place that we mentioned before, uh, that was my first job when I was in high school. My very first job ever was working at that yes. apple orchard um, because my family knows the people who own that apple orchard. So that made it like extra special that that was my first job. So I worked there the falls of my junior and senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. um, and there, and, and one of the best things about working there was that we got free cider to drink while we were working. Oh my gosh. And, and free cider while we were on our breaks. Mm -hmm. And, and the best part was that we got free donuts on our break as well yes. so listen <laughs> i'm not saying that i would find an excuse to go back and work there oh but you wouldn't even need so an excuse. To do so. but i wouldn't be opposed to the idea so like basically when we would like work in like this little spot underneath like the main barn where you go shopping where like you can go downstairs and get a cup of cider and some donuts and some pie and just like sit and vibe they would bring the donuts fresh to us from the donut kitchen oh that sounds amazing like they had a little woman that like ran downstairs with a tray of freshly baked like hot donuts and put them on a warming tray for us so, so they would be incredible. fresh 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 and like I mean they were just they are heavenly and like I've had other cider donuts but they just yeah just they don't compare to Edwards when they're they, right out of the oven too oh my gosh the crust on them oh, oh it's mm, so good I know uh, I know do you remember so I'm sure you remember this my 18th birthday we got locked out of the house and you had to come late because you were working at the apple orchard and we were all just like sitting on blankets on the front lawn just like vibing <laughs> waiting for the waiting for the locksmith to come and you brought like a dozen apple cider donuts on unaware of what was going down over at casa de me <laughs> you single-handedly saved I I remember feel like feeling bad that I was late because no. I was like, oh, I'm just now getting off work. I'm so sorry. And so I figured like, oh, I'll bring like some extra donuts to like help everyone feel better. And then I show up and everyone is just sitting outside miserable. Uh -huh. And I go up and all they see is the bag of Edwards donuts. Yes. And they're like, oh my God, you're my favorite person ever. It's oh my not, God. It's not difficult to see Christ in others when you're literally <laughs> acting like the Jesus of that night. <laughs> I had a teacher in high school whose family owned, I guess the 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 Edwards East basically. And she brought us in a bunch of donuts one day and it was a chef's kiss. Yeah, I mean, I've been other places that have apple cider donuts. Like, I don't necessarily think Edwards is special, although I kind of think they started it. Um, but oh, it's not... across the country. No, yeah. yes, 
Okay. A little. We're saying a lot of things <laughs> but right now. But not the same. All right. And then dipped in ranch. I mean, again, no. uh, not probably not great, but compared to like puppy chow, probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, ugh. No, the more I think about it, the more I... Because at least, it, my thing is, at least with puppy chow, you could get the whole checks in there. And, and then you could kind of just swallow it before any of the chow hits your mouth. So it's just mm-hmm. like a little a little ranch. Like giving, like giving a pill to a cat. Yeah, like a little ranch pill. And you can kind of miss the <laughs> chow taste. But I, I love like... that Alanis Morissette album. <laughs> the ranchy little pill. Yeah. <laughs> She's from the other Midwest, which is Canada. But... I, I feel like you couldn't you couldn't quite get me there with an apple cider donut. Yeah, see, I feel like a puppy chow is easier to bastardize, but an apple cider donut, you do you do a little dunk, you can get through the ranch part, and then you're back on track. That's fair. Um, but anyway, I was thinking if it's okay with everybody, we can wrap up with our game. Tawny and Rivers, do you have an item for Oak Nope Dope? I didn't, but now I do. Okay, I absolutely have one. Okay, so my item, and you better, you all better nope it, is ranch, or not ranch, mayo in any context across time. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, okay. What's yours, buddy? Ranchy Little Pill. Ranchy Little Pill, the Alanis Morissette album. (laughs) What? What's yours, Tawny? Buttercrust. Mm. All right. Well, this is not going to be a difficult one, but Ray, <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, okay, so it's uh, mayo in any context, so that's nope. Sorry, what was the second one? Ranchy little pill. Ranch uh, little a, pill. A little uh, puppy chow dipped in ranch. Oh. <laughs> Challenging. But see, you could use oak for that one and be like, the way I want to change it is just remove the ranch and then I have puppy chow. Right, but that's that's like changing its very nature. No, You're it's changing not. the very nature of it's the just... ranchy little pill. No. <laughs> um, I would say probably yeah, I'd have to say ope because I just I, I can't nope two things. <laughs> yeah, you gotta say oak because there's gotta be a way to change ranchy little pill so it's edible. Yeah, yeah, take the freaking ranch off, <laughs> <laughs> or just don't put any of the chocolate or peanut butter and just dip it the there. That works. But it wouldn't kill you. <laughs> yeah, not make it puppy chow. Just make it chow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then buttery, buttery crust, definitely dope. Good. I yeah. have maybe like one more open nope dope since these ones were really silly. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like though, I, I got to set the record straight. Nope is ranchy little I pill. I gave you a chance. I'm throwing ranchy little pill right in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Ope. <laughs> Ope has got to be buttery crust. Because sometimes buttery crust. You are not going to say dope is mayo. You are the only person I respect. With my fists. No offense. (laughs) Not really. We don't condone violence on this podcast, but absolutely not. Mayo always hits right. You're a freaking (laughs) jagaloon. Okay. And then I'm going to do one more open up dope. Okay. Cherryvale Mall, Woodfield Mall, Gurney Mills Mall. Oh. Well, I haven't been to the Gurney Mills Mall, so I'm going to have to nope on that already. Cherryville Mall and Woodfield Mall. I'm going to have to say dope to Woodfield Mall and Uh to Cherryville Mall. Uh Because I have been to Cherryville Mall way too many times. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I can only handle so much of it. (laughs) Because it's like... Something about it just feels a little bit alternate dimension-y to me sometimes. Yeah, like Cherryville Mall is super great, but then you see somebody like push their kid down the escalator and you're like, okay, it's time to go. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. 
it is and then if you see a kid like like a five-year-old like doing a oh god there's a giant bug next to me (laughs) (laughs) oh buddy are you okay (laughs) it's one of those giant stink bugs i hate it oh oh i hate i hate bugs for anyone who does not know i hate i hate hate it um I, I, anytime a bug comes next to me, I can, can feel my like skin crawl. Yeah, I'm always like, ah, get me away, get me away. Um, so sorry about that. Um, but uh, yeah, and like anytime you see like a five year old like doing a flip that looks like that's about to break their neck. Yeah. On that like trampoline thing, yeah. I'm always just like, I just want to like save the children. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm just like. Because then, like, the dudes that run that are just, like, on their phones the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, this child could very well die. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you are sitting here on your cell phone. Like, it is just... just absolutely vibing. Or you're hitting on the girl who works at the Verizon booth. Something mm. I've literally witnessed a thousand times. Are you talking about Rivers there? Hey. <laughs> yes. I have standards. I wait until I find a sprint booth. Oh. That is a texture. All right. Well, this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, Ray, you want to do the local business shout out? Yeah. So as as ever mentioned, uh, we love any local uh, Mexican place mm-hmm. in town. So my local shout out is a little place called Taquira Las Cumbres. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, but it's a small, very tiny uh, local Mexican place nearby that just like stole my heart and just fills it up with their their cheese and their cheese. (laughs) And it is just, it's beautiful and I love it there. And if you're ever in the Northwest suburbs, look it up. It is incredible and you're supporting a local business. So go check it out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ray. I'm sure we'll hear from you again soon. Uh, This has been absolutely wonderful. Uh, So yeah, stay safe out there. I know it's really cold right now and watch out for potholes. Bye. 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 Bye.